Welcome to the Hyperfine Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Derek Padilla. And uh, I'm your other host, uh, Zach Espley. That was the most staged <laughs> intro we've ever had. We've recorded a lot of episodes already, so you're hearing this out of order, but we're about maybe 15 or so around there, episodes recorded, um, ready to go. But uh, this is our episode zero, just trying to introduce who we are and what the show's all about. So we, we don't always start in such a weird way. Yeah, usually it's just a hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm Derek Padilla, and uh, I met Zach through working at a community college. So I was a physics instructor, and Zach was the, what was your official title? I, I would just say lab tech, but like what Yeah, the official title was a... It was sounded weird. It was a student lab instructional aide, but I wasn't a student. It was oh, yeah. for student labs that right. I was an instructional aide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slia, I remember that term yes. now. Yeah, got it. Um, so yeah, Zach uh, set up equipment and did troubleshooting and helped um, students that were in the like the you know community college physics labs, so the classroom labs, doing fun experiments like rolling carts on tracks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with photo gates and stuff. <laughs> lots of uh lots of excel teaching kids yeah, to use excel. It, it, yeah computer yeah probably more computer troubleshooting <laughs> than actual physics equipment troubleshooting yeah, yeah. and uh, you even taught some like not supposed to but did anyway a little bit yeah well there were there were uh certain professors uh that sometimes showed up late or on <laughs> rare occurrences not at all uh, wow and, and i had to take up take over uh certain lab classes but uh uh yeah for the, for the most part it was just making sure that the students weren't hurting themselves or uh running or or, or you know screwing up the lab too yeah. bad right no no breaking of equipment no electrocuting yeah so that that's where i met zach so i was a teacher there um and then we no longer work at that place and it's santa rosa junior college we don't have to keep it a secret yeah. that's, that's where it was up in santa rosa california but Zach, where did you do your physics um, schooling? Like, yeah. how'd you? Yeah, let's let's go there. Cool. All right. So yeah, kind of my background is uh, so I started at a community college, uh, not wanting to be a physics major. I was actually really into chemistry um, until I took a physics class, and then I just realized I I love physics. I'm gonna do physics now. Um, so I transferred to UC Santa Barbara. Um, and got my bachelor's there, uh, left there, and then went up to Santa Rosa, where we met, worked there for a few years. Then I got a job uh, at a company called Keysight, mm -hmm. where uh, I was a, a SEM, uh, scanning electron microscope, and focused ion beam technician doing kind of failure analysis stuff. Um, and they make, uh, you know, uh, test equipment. So it was working with like little tiny transistors. Um, and then there I ended up being an engineer for about a year and I realized I really don't like engineering, at least, uh, you know, on a manufacturing line, it was just too high stress for me. Um, so I left there and now I'm back at UC Santa Barbara, uh, as a, uh, instructional lab manager now. Nice. Which is a new title as of like a week ago or something, right? Like yeah. pretty, pretty recent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I recently just got promoted from a lab assistant to a lab manager now. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. And, uh, what about you? What's your background? I, um, let's see. I started with my physics degree as an undergrad from San Diego state, got a bachelor's 
I toyed with the idea of going to law school and changed my mind pretty last minute and wanted to get a master's in physics instead. And San Diego State, you know, they knew me. So I went in and said, hey, can I get a master's here? And they said, yeah, take the physics GRE. Or did I even have to do that? I had to take the regular GRE, not the physics, oh, wow. to get into a master's in physics at San Diego State. Yeah. So I did that. Um, and yeah, started straight away out of my bachelor's into a master's. Did that for a couple of years and then wasn't sure what I was going to do, but um, decided to get a PhD after that, which is a little strange. Most people go from an undergrad straight into a PhD program in, in sciences, but I wasn't sure. So the master's is kind of like, well, I don't know. I'm going to bide my time for two years and figure it out. And it led me to getting uh, getting into a PhD program. I went to UC Santa Cruz, got a PhD in physics, doing uh, solar cell research. So I was an experimentalist. And our lab kind of bordered material science and electrical engineering and a little bit of materials chemistry and physics, obviously. And yeah, so I got a PhD in, I think, 2013. And while I was wrapping up, I was deciding, you know, a lot of people in my lab decided to go to work in, um, we were in Santa Cruz, so pretty close to Silicon Valley. And a lot of them went into industry type jobs. And so that's what I think most of the people in my lab group ended up doing. And I decided uh, my wife is a community college teacher. That's been her goal for a long time. Um, so she was doing that. And I was like, that looks like a pretty good gig. And I really, really enjoyed teaching as a TA. And, and I actually taught um, one quarter of being a graduate student instructor, like not just the TA, but the actual lecturer person that was running the class while I was at Santa Cruz. And um, yeah, I re really liked it. And I taught as an adjunct. I taught one class at a community college at Gavilan College in Gilroy, California, while I was a grad student and wrapped up by applying to Santa Rosa and a few other places and got a job at Santa Rosa Junior College as a full-time community college instructor. And I literally defended my dissertation and one week later moved to Santa, Santa Rosa to start teaching. So oh, wow. <laughs> it was a quick yeah. turnaround. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was my path to teaching at Santa Rosa. And then currently my wife and I both left our teaching positions and were being online entrepreneurs as cliche and annoying as that sounds, but that, that is what we do. Hey, no, that's <laughs> and, great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I don't have entrepreneur in my Instagram bio or anything like that, but, um, we, it's still teaching related. So my wife and I do teaching consulting for people who put courses online. So anyone who wants to build a course, we help them build it and get it out there. Um, and it's not so much for universities or community colleges, online courses. It's like an individual person who wants to teach, like, for example, not our client, but one of the biggest online course sellers, which I always give the example because it's so ridiculous, is how to hula hoop. And that just makes tons of money as the standalone course that people pay, you know, maybe 20 bucks, maybe 50 at the most. And this person just sells a lot of them and people pay 20 bucks to learn how to be a hula hoop expert. I mean, it looks pretty cool when you can get like the multiple hula hoops. Yeah, you know, exactly. Okay. Maybe, that, right. maybe that's how we should tick that off as one of our podcasts, uh, physics right. podcast things to talk about. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. So, I wanted to say that uh, this podcast actually, not only did we just meet at Santa Rosa, this podcast was kind of uh, born there. Um mm -hmm. In that, you know, you were teaching the lab course, so you'd be in the lab and I'd be, you know, in the lab supporting you. 
Uh, and so, you know, once the students kind of got going, it, there wasn't a whole lot for us to do, you know, right. uh, with the students. Uh, so on the side, you know, we'd end up doing like a little chalk talk uh, <laughs> on the, you know, where whatever random physics question one of us saw online or thought of that day, we would just kind of, you know, spitball about it for a while. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of what led us to do this, right? At least that's exactly. What, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few times where we got a little carried away and like students were waiting to ask questions, but you and I were like, you know, busily writing on the chalkboard and like, completely ignoring the rest of the class. Like our, we, you and I were arguing over something and getting into it. And right. student, we turn around and students are standing there like, um, we need help. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we yeah, developed the kind of, um, the, the mode of working where <laughs> start the lab and then you and I would just be like, okay, what do you think about this? And then get into a question and yeah. it would turn into the chalkboard and we end up erasing student work, like what students actually needed to, to make room for us to have fun. <laughs> right. Um, but we're like, we should, we should bottle this and capture it and decided to record a podcast. So, uh, the episodes we've done so far have started off some of them are like that like a, a little physics puzzle like what happens when you do this or how does this work um and then we also use this since i'm not in physics anymore i need a physics outlet and so this serves as <laughs> an excuse for me to go to the library and check out physics books and learn physics that i didn't learn in my phd program since i was experimentalist didn't get into a lot of theory and so this has been a fun outlet to get into some stuff that i'm just curious about like we're digging into the standard model pretty deeply and yeah, we had a, a decent episode on Bell's theorem and some other fun physics theory stuff, as well as just like what happens if you pop a balloon inside of a balloon? So fun questions yeah. that we find on the internet and in different books. Yeah. And uh, the, for me, it's for me, I don't know if it's uh, people, people that don't like aren't physics majors. I don't know if they know this or not, but when you, learn when you when you study physics the way it's taught is here's like essentially mechanics uh electrodynamics and maybe some quantum uh one time through with you know calculus or like maybe not even calculus and then you take it again but this time you're going to use more advanced math and then you go you graduate and you go into grad school and you take a lot of that same stuff again with more mm -hmm. advanced math so like you learn a lot of uh the same things especially in your undergrad like your undergrad is pretty much just four years of learning the same things with more and more math to it um and so that's kind of where i stopped so you know i i you know it, it's been a while so it's not fresh in my brain so it's always good to review but you know outside of uh, kind of your basic quantum mechanics and electrodynamics and classical mechanics. I don't know, a whole, you know, there's a whole world of physics that I didn't get to delve into. Um, and right. that's kind of what I get to do here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I went through a PhD in physics and I never took a class in relativity, like, which is bizarre, but it was always an elective that I had took other classes. Like I took condensed matter physics. I took, um, you know, computational physics, different electives that just always somehow skirted around relativity. I, obviously, I know some relativity from modern classes and doing um, Jackson E&M problems. But uh, I, yeah, I never took a, like a GR course. So 
uh, that's something, for example, I just don't know. So <laughs> maybe we'll get to it in this, in this podcast at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my, my, all my stuff, all my research, all my, my learning has been in the experimental and material science. So I did like superconductors for my master's and then semiconductors, solar cells for my PhD. So it's always been on the like electronics side of things, not cosmological, not like quantum field theory stuff. So I, yeah, I never got into that. Yeah, and all that stuff I know almost yeah almost nothing about. I I know the basics and I get to read up on it. Most of my background now is more like practical, you know, lab type mm-hmm. stuff. You know, where I I will um, it, that and physics education. I think that's uh, one spot where we kind of overlap a lot. I think I think we're both very interested in uh, you know teaching physics right. to people, not just learning it ourselves, but, you know, how do you convey this in a, a way that people can understand? Right. Right. And I, 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 at least personally, I look to people online, like science. Um, I don't know what the term is, but someone communicators? like communicators. Yeah. Minute physics, Veritasium, those guys that have amazing YouTube channels that explain complicated things really succinctly. I think they do a great job. Um, and so, yeah, if I could do 10% and have the 10% of the reach as those people with this podcast, I'd be very, very excited. So I think it's just a fun way for the two of us to get together and jam on physics stuff. And then also get a little, um, yeah, I don't know, have a little impact outside of our world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> get people excited about physics. It almost reminds me that there's, I haven't actually listened to it, but there's a class online that you can listen to, um, and you, I don't think they have a video lecture. It's only audio from Berkeley um, called uh, Physics for Presidents, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've watched that. Physics for Future Presidents. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've read the book too. Um, I didn't know Robert, there was a book. Yeah. He has like a, a textbook that he uses in the class. And then he also has like a, a pop science book that's not a textbook. Um, um, but it's pretty pretty good. Mueller, I think his name was. Mueller. Yeah. Mueller. Not Mueller. Mueller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like my understanding is that course is just kind of like, here's all the basics you, you need to know, you know, if you were going to be president about mm-hmm. physics in the world. Um, and I feel like that's kind of one of my goals here is to like, yeah, here's just some basic physics to people that don't know, you know, physics. And here's kind of like some stuff you, you could know that will help you, you know, when you hear a story on the news, like, I think it would be awesome if you could understand that story better because of something that we, you know, explained on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also, I I think if you're a physics major or even a physics grad student or just someone interested in physics after they've gone through their physics degrees and still want to dig into some fun physics stuff, um, I think I think this podcast is, you know, it's made for me. Like I wish this podcast existed when I was a student and listening to podcasts. There's not a lot of, I don't know. I've searched for physics podcasts, but nothing really hits at what I want out of a physics podcast, which I think is what this is. It's just two people geeking out on some physics stuff and having fun with it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's like you kind of said, there's kind of this to the duality that we have, you know, where, we delve deeply into some topics, but then also some of the fun ones that I just really enjoy is just take a really simple 
uh, phenomena. You know, a lot of I feel like uh, three or four of our episodes have come from a, a GIF we've seen mm-hmm. on Reddit, <laughs> and then exactly. we're just like, "What is happening?" And we have yeah. to just like talk about it and come up with a theory to, to try to explain like, right, what's right. going on there. Yep. Yeah, I, I think if you know of any good science podcasts, I'm interested. You can send them my way. Uh, but what I was, I think what makes this different, I, maybe there's another podcast that does this, but what I think makes this different is that we kind of are not structured. Like we just loosely chat and like brainstorm and come up with stuff on the fly, um, which might be a turnoff for some people, but that's, that's how I like to listen to my podcast is just conversational people who just can just talk about stuff and feel really comfortable with it. So that's what I hope this podcast turns into as opposed to what most science podcasts that I hear are, they sound really scripted and you know, they're going over news topics of, you know, reading scientific American papers essentially on a podcast, which I'm not too interested in. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's other science communicators out that, you know, do that sort of stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's, you know, you listen to Star Talk and you'll yeah, get, you'll I, get that. I, I don't like that. <laughs> That's not my style at all. Right. Three blue, one brown, that guy, the math YouTuber. And I think Zach, you and I have talked about this off air, but he has a great podcast on math and math education. I guess not so much about math, but really math education. Yeah. That's the style that I really like where it, I think it's three people in that show and they just jam on math education topics which is super interesting to me yeah yeah i totally agree i think like one of the early um podcasts that you got me into was uh hello internet yeah um, exactly which is very much that way yeah two dudes talking so here we are another two dudes talking podcast (laughs) sorry everyone it's another one but with physics so that's what makes us different yeah (laughs) yeah i think to engage with the audience Zach, we haven't finalized this, but I'm imagining a subreddit and I already started one called, uh, the hyperfine. So the podcast is the hyperfine and the subreddit is the hyperfine. So I believe it exists. Let me go to the internet and see. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. There doesn't appear to be anything here because no one's posted anything, but it exists. So you can post there and you could reach us on Reddit and, um, that's kind of a weird thing, Zach. What do you think about having a public Reddit account? Are you going to make a new one that's separate from all your my, history? My of, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of posts on Reddit. Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. So we won't announce it here. But <laughs> yeah, I deleted all my back history of shady posts. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but you can reach us on Twitter. I know that's fair game for everyone. If you want to reach me, I'm at, what am I at? I always forget. Like tortilla. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's right. I'm at like tortilla. So Derek Padilla, like tortilla. So you can find me on Twitter at like tortilla, which is also my Instagram account if you want to follow me there. Go ahead, Zach. My uh, handle is very, very boring. It's just at Zach. That's Mm -hmm. E-S-P-L-E-Y-Z-A-K. Not very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So Twitter is a, you know, pretty broad, easy way to get a hold of us. Instagram works for me. And I don't know if you're on Instagram, Zach. I don't follow you. So maybe. Uh, I, I think I am. I, I've posted, I think, all of two sunset shots maybe. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Reddit conversations. I like it just because it's like a discussion forum. You know, people can post 
and have conversations without us having to interact necessarily. It's a little less pressure, I would imagine, because we have so many listeners I know that (laughs) it'd be better for us to uh, have people talk amongst themselves and we can chime in as opposed to adding us on Twitter every time they want to say something about the podcast. Yeah. And if, uh, if you have topic ideas and stuff too, like, yeah. you know, we're always looking for interesting things to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you probably hear some sirens cause that's where I live. I'm in downtown San Diego and, uh, there's a police station a couple blocks from me. So we get sirens a lot. So apologies. Can't do much about that in post. <laughs> Those sweeping uh, frequencies are not good for just cutting out. <laughs> right. So should we should we end with a a brief uh, overview of what uh, hyperfine means? Ooh, I did not prepare, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the title. I, I don't. I did I come up with it? I think I did. And yeah, I, I believe it was you. Yeah. I don't remember why. I was just thinking of cool physics words and hyperfine sounds pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I, wait, I thought it was because the t- two hosts were really attractive. Oh, the splitting. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Why, why, how did hyperfine, you just, you came to you? I, yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I think it was just a word that popped in my head. I'm like, that's a cool physics term. Um, and yeah, okay. So, but what is the, the, the physics? Yeah, so what, where, where does it come from in physics? It's the, um, well, it's usually talked about in the hydrogen atom. And I actually just explained this to somebody who's a complete non-physicist. So let me explain it as I explained to that person. Um, if you know, so you have to start somewhere. So the starting point for us is going to be the, the planetary model of an atom, which is not correct, but it's fine. It'll get us close. Uh, thinking about electrons in an atom existing like planets, like orbiting around the nucleus, which is like the sun. Yeah, so, the Bohr model. The Bohr model. Yeah, exactly. So each electron is orbiting at a different radius, let's say. And let's take Jupiter. So let's say there's an electron in the Jupiter orbit in an atom. Now there's something, if you zoom in on the Jupiter orbit and you look really closely, sometimes in certain situations, you can see that there's actually not one orbit, like not one lane for planets to go around there. Like Jupiter could be in one lane, but actually it's two different lanes and it splits a little bit. That's the fine structure. So there's like a Jupiter plus and a Jupiter minus. So, um, yeah, instead of one orbit, you got two tracks that a planet could go around the sun on, or electron in this case, around the nucleus. So you got Jupiter plus, Jupiter minus, that's fine structure. Then let's say you zoom in on Jupiter plus, and again, you get really, really close to it, and you see that it's not actually one, it's actually two. So it splits again. That's the hyperfine structure. So it's one splitting turned into another splitting, fine, and then hyperfine. That's the f- structure of an atom. If you get into all, like, the way you learn atomic structure and atomic spectra uh, starts with just the bulk basic um, lines, the structure. Uh, what's that called? Like the Rydberg lines. Remember that stuff? Different. Just the spectrum? Yeah, spectrum. yeah. You get your basic spectrum. But if you do some things like throw in a magnetic field or consider the electron spin. Spin orbit coupling? Yeah, coupling. So consider the electro if you consider the electrons spin coupling to the nuclear spin, you end up with this splitting of energy levels. It doesn't actually just lead to one line in a spectrum, for example. It splits into two and then splits even further when you get more and more 
fine-grained detail. To add to that a little bit, uh, I'll add two things. One is uh, there's also, uh, if you uh, zoom in on the sun uh, in your your analogy there, you can get uh, hyperfine splitting. Uh, in this case, you know the nucleus can cause uh, hyperfine interactions when it's put into a magnetic field as well. Um, and but uh, the spin orbit coupling that you talked about to to jump ahead, you know, many episodes, uh, uh, that's related to something in the standard model that we'll talk about Ooh, or that nice. you'll hear about. So yeah, yeah, we have a, a series on the standard model. A few episodes recorded talking about the different particles and fields and all the fun stuff that comes with it. So yeah, I'm actually don't know what you're talking about with the <laughs> the hyperfine structure in the standard model, but I look forward to it, Zach. Right, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, hit us up on Twitter. I am at like tortilla, and I'm uh, at Zach or find us on uh, Reddit slash r the hyperfine. Yep. Awesome. See you guys in the first episode. Thank you.